0: other than the fact that none of us are actually in a bar at all. We're all isolated in our individual homes, scattered across New Orleans from one side to the other. And I'm very lucky today to be joined by Laurie Tipton and Andy Overslaw together in their home. Where are you guys? What part of town are you in? We live in
1: the Upper ninth Board.
0: The Upper ninth Board, the expensive part of the ninth
1: <laughs> Sure
0: very nice now laurie and andy have both been on our show previously but never at the same time
1: so it's good to see you both yeah we usually try to avoid doing things together because we've been together for so long but you
0: know can you can you talk more loudly together
1: yeah sure oh can you hear us now
0: yeah move in closer to the microphone okay so just to set the scene and then we'll come back to you in a minute but so for people who don't know who you are, Laurie is um what are you uh, technically the the director of the psychedelic society of New Orleans?
1: Yes. I am the current executive director of the New Orleans Psychedelic Society. I'm also a writer and um, a sometimes bartender, although I've tried to kind of retire, um, but now I've been forced into retirement. Yeah, that would be Early. difficult
0: to retire from bartending right now, <laughs> at least. This is a good time to retire from bartending, in fact. And Andy, I've never known what you did, actually, until I just read this bio about you five seconds ago. I didn't know you were, you were an, a breathwork exponent.
2: Uh, yes, I, I'm a I'm a breath worker. Uh, so breath work is um, it's it's a form of psychedelic therapy, I guess you could say. It's um, a breathing technique that puts you in a psychedelic state, uh, which can lead to all kinds of exploration of the mind and uh, maybe some healing
1: if you're lucky.
0: So you can get yourself in a psychedelic state by breathing rather than doing acid. Yeah. Works. Yeah, and,
1: and not, this is not to be confused with autoerotic asphyxiation. This is a totally yeah. different
0: type Let's of... Let's clear record. that up right from the beginning. Okay. How long does it last? Everybody sounds really faint today. Is it just my hard of hearing problem, do you think? Or... Could be. Could be. Okay. Let's move through the Zoom squares and meet some other people who are joining us as well today. Sarah Lewis is right down here in the middle of my screen. What's, where is she on your screen, everybody?
2: Also in the middle. She's in the
3: middle. Today. She's in great,
0: the middle. You know, so Sarah, you're right in the middle. And you're the only person here who's got a shirt on with their name on it. It's a gigantic Lewis. Thank you. Thank
3: you.
0: Do you have any other shirts with different names or just all Lewis?
3: <laughs> oh, just all my own name. That's it. That's all I wear.
0: Who, who makes those monogram shirts? Uh
3: the printer for political campaigns.
0: <laughs> for what?
3: Political campaigns.
0: So somebody's got like a full-time gig just making shirts sure for people on a political campaign.
3: Uh, I'm assuming he actually does other shirts as well. He's a great guy. I only know him by his first name, but um, I'll, I can send you his information afterwards in case you want your own name printed. On I would
0: account. love a shirt with my name on it or your name on it actually. How,
3: that, um, that I can do very, very easily.
0: Are you giving those away as a sort of campaign thing?
3: it's a campaign yeah i can get you a shirt after this podcast i will get you a shirt
0: could you get like everybody on the show one of those and we could have everyone back and we'd all be wearing your shirts
3: i i would love that i
0: would would love love that that. as well so you're running to be a judge i believe
3: yes first city court judge
0: judge sarah
3: yes well judge sarah lewis
0: judge sarah lewis okay (laughs) technically and what is a city is the city court exactly
3: uh, so, first city court—it's just a civil court, and it handles um, evictions under three thousand dollars. It handles small claims under five thousand dollars, and then personal injury and other contract disputes under twenty-five thousand dollars. Okay. It's a bit of jurisdiction. Court.
0: How much? How much do you get paid for that? Under three thousand uh, <laughs> dollars.
3: <laughs> it's pretty Public record but I don't know what last year's salary was to be honest.
0: It must be like public information that's what I was thinking. You don't know what it is you're applying for a job you don't even know what it is and you got that shirt printed?
3: I'm not even just applying I have to run and spend all this time and energy to do it.
0: How do you know that you don't get paid less than that you paid for that shirt?
3: Um, I'm pretty sure it's not less than what I get paid for the shirt
0: okay asher is asher griffith is here our facebook live feed director asher the whole facebook live feed is totally fucked up by the way oh no asher talking of shirts how do you like my shirt you recognize this i do i love that i love oh, <laughs> and i bought matching shirts
2: i just dumped him out yeah that was that was another hacker
0: what did that guy have to say <laughs> He didn't have anything to say. He had something to show for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I the whole thing.
2: I believe, oh, it yeah.
4: an, I believe it was an advertisement.
0: Good job, c Rock. Okay, that wasn't some porno hack of that this time. Oh, it, it looked like it was. It looked like was? the no, cover was. of a two live crew record, for sure. Nice. Did you all see that?
5: <laughs> yeah. So, Andrew, are you handling the waiting room then? Yeah, I'm dumping them. Okay.
0: Okay, yeah. Rose is here too. This is excellent. Okay. We haven't even got to Chef Isaac Toops. Isaac, how are you doing? I'm doing all right considering. I'm over I'm at
6: the restaurant at Mid City right now. We're uh, we've got a line outside. We're we're feeding the all, all those in need. Uh, it's very surrealistic. I'm working more than ever, but I'm in good spirits. Like I
0: said, Suck my I'm balls. The
5: job, but, yeah. but I'm gone. <laughs> Oh, there you go. There, you had to dump that person. There's another one.
0: This is great. Sorry about that, Isaac. I that was again. just someone. Cra- this is the thing. We posted the link to the show to see what would happen, who would show up. And last time, the last time we did this, we had a like respectable, decent people. And the time before that, we had basically mostly people trying to hijack the show with various forms of pornography, which was a lot of fun for a few minutes. <laughs> for a few minutes. I right. keep that. There's no I'm children keep that online, out of today. But, but. I think. So, the- yep. Who said something? I think Lori said. something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell what's real and what isn't anymore. Hey, so Isaac, who are you feeding exactly? Uh, we don't. We're doing a lot of. Uh, we're feeding anybody
6: who needs a meal at uh, in um, in Mid City. Pretty much anywhere. Come over. It started out organically as like a way to feed our employees that got furloughed. Uh, we managed to keep the managers on, but for some of our hourly employees, we had to let them go because of uh, the COVID pandemic. So we said, look, if we can't you know, can't come to work, we can please feed everybody. And that quickly turned into feed the neighborhood, which quickly turned into feeding 300 to 400 people every day. Um, and then we also just paired with Jose Andreas's uh, uh, World uh, World, uh, World Health Kitchen, World Cooking Kitchen. Shoot, I'm getting the acronym wrong. Uh, but, so we're feeding Happy healthcare eight, workers, um, sorry? It's WHO. Thank World you. That's
0: the World Health Organization, No, 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 not the
6: World, not the World Health Organization. The uh, uh, World Something Kitchen. It's by Jose Andreas. Not, not to be confused the other Central Kitchen. Thank you. Well, one of my employees just yelled out, <laughs> World, nice. "World Central Kitchen." Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we're paired with them. We're trying to feed uh, frontline workers, uh, first responders, healthcare, elderly. Anybody who needs a meal can come get one.
0: It looks like the top of your head is melting. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> is that is that really <laughs> happening, or is that just an effect?
6: I hope not, because I've got <laughs> work to do. Too.
0: Hey, so this is exciting. So you're managing to keep the restaurant, troops' meatery, is the restaurant we're talking about, and Correct. you're managing to keep it open, to, and by feeding people for free, who's paying for the food? Uh, we're getting don- we're getting private
6: donations and public donations. We're getting donations of food. Uh, we're getting monetary donations, and also some of these um, people that we're feeding, the healthcare workers, have been sponsored by different companies, so we're getting sometimes uh, $10 for a plate, sometimes nothing for a plate, but we're keeping the wheels moving, and we're keeping this occupied. Uh, could, you,
0: could you make a living like this? Is there any way we could make this a permanent situation?
6: Uh, uh, I don't want to do a soup kitchen permanently. I'd rather <laughs> open my restaurant back up. Yeah. But I, I but I want to wait until the healthcare professionals say it's it's okay to do that. But right. I could survive for a little while like this.
0: It's a pity we couldn't figure out some sort of permanent way that this could work, that everybody could eat for free if we all, like, subscribed to the restaurant or we all made a donation to some sort of organization. Then we got to sort of – it wouldn't be free, but it would be an interesting – way to do it yeah i'd
6: love i'd love to be able to do something like that because I, I mean it makes us real happy to be able to feed people who are out of jobs or just need a meal uh so i'm still going to hell i'm just getting a better seat um <laughs> but well, yeah you're going
0: to hell do. in a pretty classy way actually because i just saw that you were you were um you were nominated for a james beard award
6: yeah congratulations uh, yeah. isaac
0: it's thank awesome. you very much yeah that's Norm- definitely worth normally, normally
6: i'd be celebrating uh but it's just, you know it's very it's, it's kind of bittersweet you know like uh yay i'm up for a james beard award am i gonna have a restaurant this time next year <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's ironic that the time you get all this publicity you've got nothing to publicize
6: right right so it is an it, it,
0: extraordinary it, honor though what are, what are you nominated for
6: uh best chef of south that's pretty so amazing the, the, yeah what are, yeah, no, and, and the list, of the nominees I'm, I'm up with uh, are some of the, the best uh, in the city and the best in the South. So it's an honor to be on the list. I still want to win, but it's still just an honor yeah. to be nominated. Like this. Did
0: you have to pay anybody off to get on that list?
6: No, I don't have any money. I'm <laughs>
0: There's no corruption in the James Beard. So what's going on? Let's ask you this mo- the most important question of all, really. I suppose we might as well get straight to it. How... How do you envisage opening up again if you're only allowed to have 25% occupancy?
6: Uh, That's the big question on everybody's mind. And the answer is, I don't know. Um, Everybody I've talked to said, what are we going to do? We can only open up 25%. Does that mean every other table? So when I'm going to try that and we're going to feed as many people as possible like that and continue with the catering and continue with the family meal program and – what me and my wife Amanda have, have always done is be scrappy. We're scrappy as all living hell and we've been through different scenarios and you got to be flexible. So I'm going to open up, I'm going to try it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, you'll know.
0: What is the business model behind it though, that would make it work that you could actually make a living on 25% of the normal revenue that you expect to get? Um, Just, you know, keep, keep
6: the other costs low. I mean, uh, we're just going to go into it. Right now, it's managers only. And, uh, you know, um, so if I can get some regular employees back, that'd be cool.
5: Right. If
6: not, we're just going to have to take it take it day by day. I don't right. really have, you know, a master plan. I just, just know we are got to keep rowing. Something Could you make it doing work a lot at 50%? Of... Oh, Say again?
0: Could you make it work at
6: 50%? I mean, uh, restaurants are already you know, a low profit ratio. Yeah. I'm not, I, I do this because I love it. Um, not really, no, not, not, not the current, the current right. business model would not make it 50%. Current right. model only makes it at a hundred percent. Right. So, hey, so Laurie the, and Andy,
0: you guys have worked in bars for years. Well, no. who's calling? I'm sorry, <laughs> that,
6: that was uh, That's someone you? next to me. No, that was me.
0: That was you, Isaac. Well, so Laurie and Andy, as bar people, as bartenders and people who spend time in bars, What is the, what do you know anything about what the plan would be for how you would open a bar now? Well, I think with bars,
2: you know, uh, well, the nice thing about New Orleans is you can always go outside with your drink. (laughs)
0: That's Uh, true.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I work at the Voodoo Lounge and that's over on Rampart Street, not currently. But, um, I mean, that's a really small joint where you can have just three or four people inside, but maybe 20 or 30 people standing around outside, you know, and in that kind of atmosphere, you can always place gets a little too crowded. You can just walk out, you know, but, but, but I mean, if a running anything at 25 or 50%, that's just no business model would work. You
0: know? Yeah. So what do you think but, the chances yeah, are the then of people the actually abiding by these rules? Well so what? What do you think the chances are of people abiding by these rules who own a bar or a restaurant? What would happen if you just let a hundred people into that little bar instead of ten what, people?
1: All your license. Your license yeah. is? What we've heard is that any place that doesn't necessarily follow. The laws, you know, that there will be people, I don't know who exactly, but doing random checks for capacity. And I guess maybe the fire marshal's office is what I've heard. And they can pull your license on the spot. Um, wow. So that would be, yeah, that would be a really big deterrent to break the rules. And, and other than that, just obviously protecting people's health, you know, maybe from instead of like speed dating, we'll just have to do speed drinking where people <laughs> just drink really fast and go on yeah. <laughs> and then they just somebody else comes in, you know?
0: Yeah, well, you don't want to kill anybody, and likewise, you don't want to get this fucking virus just by going out for a beer. Exactly, you know. Yeah, I think
2: I think applying uh, applying virus uh, uh, safety measures in a bar situation is a lot more difficult than in a restaurant situation.
0: Yeah. Well, does yeah. anybody have? Is there any solution to this, Monique? Have you heard anything?
7: Well, right now, in the the different phases that I've heard, like. Bars aren't even included in phase one. Right. So, right. In fact, bars are
2: phase
7: four. And and then I heard that restaurants when they reopen that the bar, the seating at the bar isn't even going to be available, like allowed oh to be used. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's great that all these restaurants that are doing the takeout business that they are now um, because I I foresee personally, this is where we're headed into more of a takeout and a less, you know, dining in because people go out for the experience. Nobody goes out to eat off paper plates and like sit six feet away from each other and have glass shields, you know, uh, you know, and I don't know how long that will last, but I think for the, you know, for the close future that that might just be the
6: thing, the takeout.
0: Isaac, what do you think about that idea?
6: I mean, hey, that's me. exactly what we have to. We're gonna have to keep doing the massive amount of takeout. We're gonna have to. Uh, luckily, I have some outside seating on both sides of the patio, so I've got that. Uh, again, we're gonna have to be scrappy about it. We're gonna continue like takeout business, catering business, and uh, every single thing. Uh, I'm. I'll, I'll be selling
5: myself in the street soon. Uh <laughs> Uh, do you, what do you but isn't there a comfort level that's going to have to come into this as well? As much as I want to get out of my house. Right. I, I don't know if I'm ready to go sit in a restaurant right now. Right.
0: What about the Same. idea?
5: I, I have children. Yeah. You know, we don't want to take
6: anything back. And I mean, um, I'm, I'm very hesitant myself, you know.
5: I, it was bad enough that my wife had to go on Monday and testify at the Louisiana legislature because one of the bills that she supports – was up there, but I, I mean, I'm fearful for her at this point.
0: There's a lot of people who don't give a shit about going out though. You know, I, Isaac or Lori, uh, what do you guys think about the idea of like a food truck? Would you invest in something like that so that you could go to the people instead?
6: Huh. I mean, I think that puts the kind of the same situation. I mean, you've got, you got lines of people congregating in one spot breathing mm-hmm. on you. Uh, And quite frankly, food trucks don't make a whole lot of money. From the other other side of the pandemic point, food trucks are are even harder to run than a restaurant, so not me.
1: Right. And food trucks aren't even allowed in the French Quarter. Like, it's against the law to have a food truck inside of Esplanade Canal, the River, and Rampart Street. You can't even bring one into the French Quarter. You know, so there, right there, you know, depending on what your normal audience is for for food or, or booze, you know, you'd really... And I don't think that... I don't know how it works exactly, but I don't think you can get, like, a food truck that's just a bar truck, because liquor licenses have to be tied to a permanent address. Right. So... Yeah, I think a lot of us are really thinking about what the future is going to be for, you know, all businesses. And I think it's very scary. There are several businesses that are already not going to be able to reopen at this point. Um, you know, and I and I, I do think it's a serious question as to, you know, what funding has been available to help these businesses and why, why we have had such a problem getting some of those funds to these small businesses when they should have been given these months ago. What kind of businesses are not
0: getting, you mean just... People with a bar or a restaurant—it's very cumbersome and difficult to make your way through the bureaucratic process of applying for this money.
5: But Grant, the the biggest concern has been the large public corporations that have gotten millions of dollars right. and and have squeezed out the small businesses. I mean, you've seen—you know—anything from Harvard has gotten money. But uh, haven't
0: these people been shamed into giving it back, Chris? Yeah,
5: they some had to- of them have. Some of them have, and supposedly the treasurer, the uh, Munchen, has given them until tomorrow to return the money. Now the question is, will they? And then what's the punishment?
0: And how do you redistribute the money after it's given back? You know, I mean, if everybody's not right. applying anymore, I mean, heck, Isaac's a, I mean, hes a—he's an expert in the food business. He didn't need to be an expert in government and finance and, and
4: all that mess and to go. Grant application and all of, yeah, and kind of that. Yeah, grant right. applications. Yeah, I mean, we've
6: gotten some payroll protection, luckily, mm-hmm. so I can, you know, at least keep the employees paid and whatnot, but we haven't received a whole lot of government assistance, to be honest with you.
0: Isaac, what are your employees saying about the PPP money versus the unemployment money?
6: Uh, you know, um, I mean, it's all my employees right now who are working aren't double-dipping, luckily, but I know there's other people out there you know, getting a paycheck underneath and still taking unemployment. Uh, and, you know, I, everybody's just kind of like hands up in the air. Like, what, what do we do? Do we, right. do we stay home and actually make more money off unemployment? Or do we come into work? Luckily, they put in the rules where if I offer you a job and you deny it, you, you'll you get turned down to help, which I think those will help everybody from um, – ruining it for everybody else yeah see that's well, the trouble that. is
0: that if you offer your employees a job and they deny it because they turn it down reject you because they're making more money on unemployment which is the 600 federal dollars and the 200 state dollars and that's more that they'd be than they'd be making at work for a week's work as a waiter and then you turn them in then they hate you yeah. oh well Oh well, should <laughs> so, be you.
4: I, I think that the. I think, I think that mean, it. There, this there's is also particularly... an argument, but
1: there's also an argument for people who are afraid to go back to work that yes. are getting money from unemployment right now, and their and their boss might offer them a job, but they're scared, or they might live with an elderly person who is at high risk. Mm-hmm. And so when we start, we have to really think about the far-reaching effects of these things. Yes, I agree. It would be nice if employees just went back to their jobs, but like if there might actually kill a relative because of exposure how do we prevent ourselves from like not hurting those people that's you know that's another question i think we have to to, to look at
4: yeah I, I mean with like so i think all of this like ties into what i've what i've been trying to say that like i think this whole situation is particularly difficult for like front of house people because you know in new orleans they don't make anything at all hourly they're relying on tips. If they're only if they're only guaranteed like twenty five percent of whatever their expected income was before all of this happened, then who's ever going to want to be a front of house person at all? You know what I mean? Especially considering that the unemployment's better. Like, there's no re, there's no incentive for a front of house person in New Orleans to go back to like in civilized countries. They get paid fifteen dollars. But now. it's
7: also going to end right. July. The end of July. It's going to go away. So yeah,
0: but still who's going again the comfort level who's going to go to the bar yeah but the, but what Asher is also saying, Monique, I think is that if you're only going to make twenty five percent of what you were making before, no one's going to go to work anyway. but then right. Isaac, what Thanks. you're saying is that you can't afford to hire waiters, you're going to have to basically serve the food yourself anyway well
6: I mean say- uh, that might that might be what it comes to I might have to start uh, put put the apron on the waiting tables I was mm-hmm. or do
4: counter service you. maybe you know like. People just can't come have a, and, can't have a a and come get it yourself. Yeah, but
6: I, I mean, honestly, the two fifteen an hour what we pay our servers isn't one that's going to break the bank. You know. Yeah. Right. That's that's not. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I need asses and seats. I need my, my to in order me, in order for me to survive during the busy season. My restaurant has to be jam packed several nights a week. Yeah. That's what I live off of, and I'm and, when and it's, yeah. all, all this ends, and you need front of house to, to
4: make off. that possible. <laughs> Right. If
6: you want the service, I mean that's 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 mm-hmm. part of the whole shtick of the restaurant. You want the service. You want the drink brought to yourself. You want to be pampered a little bit. Yeah, the, yeah. We, we're here with the food, and the food's quite good. And, but I'm, I'm biased. But that's it. We're just gonna have to be flexible. Counter service. It might have to come to that. I might be waiting tables. I will be the worst <laughs> waiter in existence. First, first time I'm punching somebody in the face. First complaint. <laughs> <laughs>
7: But hopefully it will last. I mean, hopefully we'll get back to where we were before, but we don't know when that's going to happen, and that's the scary part.
0: Right,
6: right.
1: It's, it's definitely interesting living in New Orleans. There was an article, I believe it was in the, either the New York Times or the Atlantic, that says, what will happen when the only restaurants left are chain restaurants? I think this feeds into discussion that so many of them were able to get these rural protection programs and funds that didn't go to smaller restaurants. And I think New Orleans, like we, I think most New, or- New Orleans will rage against that. Like none of us want to eat at chain restaurants. I, I don't know the last time I've eaten at a fucking chain restaurant. You know, Sarah I
0: have no was desires. at Applebee's recently, weren't you?
1: <laughs> Who
3: was at Applebee's?
0: Sarah, Sarah Judge Applebee's. Sarah Lewis.
3: No, I can't say
0: that I Hold up that, Hold up that go cup that you had in your Your campaign hand. is funded by the Chili's Corporation. We know that. So. <laughs> hey, hey,
3: so, hey. What hey, does that say? This is from Mayu's in Natchitoches, Louisiana. Oh, my,
0: my God. I thought it said Applebee's. <laughs> what is Mayu's? Uh,
3: it's a restaurant in Natchitoches. It just burned down, actually, I heard, last month. Oh, oh my, my
0: God. God. <laughs> oh, there that. go. That's the end of the fucking world, dude. <laughs> Lori, how can, how can even chain restaurants survive at 25%? Well, they're getting federal assistance, right? They're
1: getting federal funding. They actually have much deeper pockets. They can run on a smaller crew if they're doing... A, and, and, I mean, we're in a unique position in New Orleans that we don't really use chain restaurants, but you know, anyone that has relatives in another... City or state might know people who want to go to Red Lobster all the time, or who want to go to and so that to them is like dining out and I think that we will continue to patronage those places you know and they're also you know I I hate to stereotype but I feel like when I see these videos of people storming the city centers with guns demanding that their barber shops be open I have a feeling those people probably go to Applebee's
5: I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's all they and eat they probably not, go yeah. to Fantastic Sam's to ah, get their haircuts
5: right. <laughs> you
2: gotta go okay. to Mr. Clean. So-
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we talked to Jonathan saying, last week. I, think, I jo- think
1: you were saying that you were going to have to like start selling yourself for money, and I was just thinking like you already have the perfect name. Like the metery is the <laughs> the greatest name. For, like right. whatever you might need to do to make money, I'm there. You let me know, and I am there for the metery. <laughs> it ain't the meat; you it's the motion. My, of
4: my, a great my man. My name to that. Things, brilliant. <laughs>
6: I'll get paid to put my clothes back on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Uh, I pay them to leave.
3: (laughs) Sarah, monogram shirt. You didn't bring that into the conversation. He's wearing his own name too.
0: Oh, that's true. He is too. Isaac Toops Toops on his shirt. Mm -hmm. So we need we need better shirts on the show. I think. Yeah, you got to step up. How how are you, Sarah? How are you campaigning to become a judge? Look at your one. Look at. Look at my oh, next look shirt, at Love Thy Neighborhood. Oh, nice. That is cool.
3: Thank you. All right. Um, Canning is pretty weird, just like pretty much everything else during this time. Um, so all of our events obviously were canceled. Uh, the way that you get your name out there is going and shaking hands and meeting people in the city, and you can't do that for very obvious reasons. So what we've been trying to do, what I've been trying to do, I say we as if there's like a huge team of people working with me. It's basically me doing it. All right. Uh, but I've been trying to volunteer as much as I can. So I've been doing the uh, hands-on meal deliveries to seniors. I've delivered food from uh, various uh, restaurants to um, Turo Hospital in Ashner for frontline workers. And I've been doing a couple of the meal kitchens that different districts in the city have opened up and just drive through pantries. So all of them are beard and six feet away, but like it's actually the only way to be around someone and feel like you're doing something, even if it's me dropping food on the porch and then walking 10 feet back and just saying hi. And, you Do know,
0: you know, give 22. them like a brochure or something with your, with the meal?
3: Um, well, I'm not
0: gonna lie. I wear this
3: shirt all the time. Yeah. Uh, so we're all going to wear that shirt. Yeah. Cool. So I, 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 you know,
0: just, but that's not my I, name.
3: But
4: no, it,
0: it doesn't was, matter, Asha. We're all getting, we're all getting Sarah <laughs> Rose campaign shirts. Next Bye. week, we're all going to be wearing those shirts. So have you ever done this before? Have you run for office before?
3: No, um, I like to say that this is not a political race because I don't want to be a politician. I want to be a judge. And judges, by the rules of ethics, actually can't be political. They have to apply the laws as written. They don't write right. the laws. But because of the way uh, Louisiana works, we elect our judges. So it becomes this weird hybrid right. political race that's suddenly, I mean, um, yeah. But no, I've never run for office. And would you
0: prefer if judges were appointed? Do you think that would be more fair?
3: Um, I actually I have conflicting views on both manners of doing it have their pros and cons. And I'm really not trying to seem like some, you know, like equitable, like, oh, I don't want to take a side. It just genuinely, it depends. Like, I would say it depends on who you have in office. Do you want certain people to be appointing judges probably not but um right you know in electing <laughs> the idea is supposed to be it's more equitable everybody has a voice in it you get to choose who your judges are but there's flaws with that too so
0: so if you get this gig you have to go to work every day and preside over evictions
3: well evictions are about 40 to 50 percent of the docket yeah
0: what's the rest what's 60 percent
3: um, so there's the small claims. So actually, the division that I'm running for doesn't handle small claims here, but there's small claims, which are a special sort of procedure for claims that are five thousand dollars or less. It's like basically a faster route to court, it's cheaper, and then there's personal injury under 25,000. So that's the gambit of things. Uh, you know, if you have a dispute with your neighbor, if you have a car accident valued at under 25,000, if you have, I mean, basically any civil matter that you can have under 25,000, which
0: one is Are you settling okay. cases or there's no jury in this, right? It's just you. There's no jury, just me. So people come to you with all kinds of terrible stories. This is like, you're like Judge Judy, basically. Yeah, it's like
1: uh, a reanimation. But it's, what, it's but it's like the, one of those the reality shows with the judges. Because it is reality.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> like actual that, reality.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know. I think I say this, and I'm not even kidding. But they call it small claims, and a lot of cases the there have what some would consider a really small amount at issue. You know, under twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, but oftentimes the people that come there, this is their only time. But they're in court. These are the difference. This is the difference between you keeping your house. This is the difference between you have money for food on the table, have child care for your kids. You know, this is oftentimes the one place someone has to go to actually access. Yeah, to. this is
0: a pretty big deal for for people who for whom yeah. they're in this court. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. They would have some sort of lawyer take this case and. And be somewhere else. So, so the
3: majority um, of people don't have a lawyer. Most of them are self-represented, right. but there are lawyers that do come to the court as well.
0: So what makes you want to take on this responsibility? Why wouldn't you want to just keep being a lawyer and making tons of money?
3: Um, I, I do love, I love being a lawyer. I'm not going to lie. And I'm most, I, I don't know if that's a popular opinion to say, but uh, I get to go to work and, you know, I feel like make a difference in my clients' lives and actually solve problems for people. It's, it's, really fulfilling. It's a great career, but um, I've always wanted to be a judge. It's been something since like, you know, people joke like when you're a little kid, uh, Isaac, when you were a little kid, you probably wanted to be on Top Chef. I'm not saying I watched you. It was awesome. Totally fangirling. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
6: That's okay. No, I did watch it. When Isaac
0: was a kid, there was no Top Chef.
6: I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to take the compliment.
3: Um, but also I just think that this, you know, part of being a lawyer is serving people. It's a service industry job too. You serve your clients. And I think one of the best ways to serve people for me particularly is this job. And I think that having been a lawyer and practiced all over the state, uh, I have this cup from Natchitoches because I've been in the courthouse in Natchitoches. having a judge that's prepared, reads, knows what the law is, applies it fairly, and, you know, actually is compassionate and knows what's going on is the difference between, you know, being able to have your day in court and not. So I would right. I, w-
0: I would. vote for you if you could speak Italian.
3: Uh, I, your sister I can. I can speak Italian. Oh, I got it. Oh, that's another joke. Okay.
0: No, you do speak Italian, right?
3: <laughs> My mom moved here when she was 25 from Rome, Italy.
0: Your, mo- your mother's Italian. Yeah. So you speak fluent Italian.
3: Yes. See it's I have bad that bad in hair your,
0: hair. I have that in my notes here, but I thought that probably wasn't true. Is yeah. that real Yeah.
3: How uh, often did
0: you find a, a chance to speak fluent Italian here in New Orleans?
3: So my mom moved to Bay St. Louis, so I speak with her in Italian, although probably not as much as I should. But yeah, uh,
0: culture shock, that must be.
3: Oh. It's crazy, it's crazy. I mean, I don't even understand. I wonder what the people in Mississippi think of her. You know, she has like a thick Italian accent and she's like driving around and like, you know, walking around amidst like, you know, no, no, Gulf Coast.
0: Why, why the hell does she want to live in Bay St. Louis?
3: Uh, she wanted, my sister lives here. She wanted to be close to us, but she wanted to live on the beach, you know.
0: You you call that a beautiful beach, though, town.
4: Really? It's a beautiful it town. Bay St. Louis is, it beautiful. is. It's beautiful. It's you nice. Like that, think Santa yes. there.
6: I have a different opinion.
0: Isaac, <laughs> what do you think of Bay St. Louis?
6: I went to Saint Stanislaus uh, in Bay St. Louis for many years. I've seen uh, that on the beach.
4: Really? Yeah, I went to one high uh, school, the Brothers
6: of the Iron Hand. Uh, yeah, I didn't have I didn't have a great time in Bay St. Louis. That's a, it is a beautiful oh, no. school.
0: No. it's first of all, it's not that beautiful. The beach is horrible. <laughs> and what, what is Saint Stanislaus? Is that like a?
3: It's a college, right?
0: Correct. It, it's a, in, it's no, a, it's a, no, a private no, high school, it's a, it's school a, right? Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's where they send the bad boys. <laughs> Your father threatens you to send you away to, to 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 boarding school. Yeah. Well, he followed through with that threat.
0: What What had you done as a high school kid that got you sent to boarding school?
6: Uh, just general shenanigans. Nothing crazy. Uh, you know, uh, just. Speaking of, I probably deserved it. Oh. A bit of a bad boy, still am.
0: Got the you grow, dark you grow here, Isaac.
6: Dom.
0: You grew up in Cajun country somewhere?
6: Yeah, I grew up in Rain, Louisiana. Rain? Uh, right
0: outside
6: nice. of and Then I moved to New Orleans about 20 years ago, uh, and I've been here ever since. Never going
0: back. Wow. Well, is, Rain is spelled R-A-Y-N-E, right? Correct. And isn't that something? is that like what the world capital of frogs or something?
6: Yeah, frog capital of the world. You, you got me on that one. We have a frog fest. Oh, nice. Fact. Frog fest.
0: It's the frog... <laughs>
6: Every time I go contest? past right that, up, that uh, sign
0: on the highway, I wonder right what up, the, the hell that.
6: Crawfish festival was taken. The rice festival was taken. Well, it's rain. What do we got? You got frogs. Okay, thanks. I think they have like Miss Frog contest, right? Like it's a pe- beauty pageant. Like you can be Miss. Oh a- yeah, was, I was. I was the ambassador last year for, for the festival. So they have uh, beauty uh, uh, pageants. They also have. I, I won this when I was uh, when I was a baby. They have a tadpole competition, and that's uh, babies crawling to their mothers. And I was. And, I, and I've been told I won that.
0: You are the Tadpole yeah. champion yeah. in yeah. Rain, Louisiana.
1: Who cares about your James Beard nomination? You were the Tadpole
0: Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. yeah. You've already, you're already an award winner. Fuck James Beard. What um, <laughs> what year would that be?
6: Uh, That would probably be like 80, 81, something
0: like that. Okay, C-Rock, see if you can find that. <laughs> A YouTube footage of it. that would be amazing. We must it must right. be on YouTube somewhere. What was it called? Was it called like tad Mr. Tadpole or
6: I think it was just called a tadpole race. I don't think it was like a big a big to do. just like whoever's got a baby and wants to race their baby? I'm pretty sure that's what it
0: was it was it like a race or or a beauty pageant?
6: Oh, so they, they have so they have a beauty pageant and they'll also have like races and they also have dancing and food competitions. So it's kind of a general festival. It's still got rides and games.
0: So you were like a gorgeous-looking baby. No, he was oh, just a yeah, fast baby.
6: Exactly.
0: <laughs> that, was it, That's what I'm trying to figure out, Thomas. Was it the race you won or was it the good looks? Uh, uh, I'll
6: go with good looks. How's that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Just that's like pretty now. cool.
0: I can see you've got a cute-looking face still, right?
6: Oh, thank you.
0: Is Maybe later. I, <laughs> <laughs> later later at the meetery. Yeah. Hey, so, listen, Talking of talking of getting ask along, ask for Hank Lord, Williams. Laurie and Andy, have you guys been holed up in the same house now for eight weeks? Yeah. Have you? Do you go anywhere? No. Do you go out at all?
2: Not, not, not enough. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, uh, it's it's there's nothing better than being locked in your house with your wife twenty four hours a day. For months on end I mean, You've seen The Shining you know, it's kind of like that It's kind of what quarantine is like
0: Doesn't seem that outrageous of a premise anymore Huh <laughs> <laughs> Well the, the, the interesting thing About you two is From what I can tell on Facebook At least and from the various things I know about you Don't you also date other people
1: We well, did We did <laughs> you
4: know, that's not the, yeah, part That, that seems dangerous them. right now <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, there's, right. <laughs> there's literally, there's no dating anyone else right now right. because we are, you know, there's that, that, the COVID. And also we have, a, we have a son, Wilder, as you remember, who has two other dads. So he's already going between two houses. So any, if one of us wanted to, you know, if one of us decided to go fuck somebody, like we could potentially make many, many people sick if we weren't careful. So there's just an extra level of, you know um pressure to not do that which is which is good
0: <laughs> I yeah can't. have you, you discovered anything new about each other since you've been forced into each other's company for eight, <laughs> eight <years? laughs>
1: um i don't know i don't know It. i you know as a writer it's been really good all these fantasies of many ways of how i could get rid of andy <laughs> it's like i have like just so many different thoughts have come to my mind.
2: She's Jack Nicholson in the situation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Andy, what what are you doing? So, But, Lori, I, I guess you're writing your book, right? So this is good for you, really, to be. I,
1: yeah, I mean, it's been great in the sense that right, I feel in some ways that maybe I brought this whole thing into fruition. Because as I was getting ready to leave, Ace, I was just so you know burnt out on some aspects of the service industry and i said you know i just wish that i had like three to four months where i didn't have to serve anybody and i could just be reclusive and i could work on my project and then this happened and i'm like you oh god this? exactly I what?
0: It. You <laughs> <laughs> kind of power, could you make another wish right right now, <laughs>
1: right now. <laughs> oh, trust me now i'm wishing all the time for many things um but it's been really, it's been good in the sense of really allowing me to focus on my work. But at the same time, this is, it's hard right now. I think for everybody, collectively, this is a hard time. So um, it hasn't been as easy. And also the other day I was working on like one of my best ideas. And it was at the same time that Andy decided to rearrange the overwear um, drawer. <laughs> rearrange the fucking silverware drawer while I try. You know, this is my opus, and all I can hear is clank, 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 clank.
2: Don't put it on the to-do
1: list. <laughs> <You
2: know it. laughs> I had a
4: girlfriend once who would, be, who would always think that I was spitefully washing the dishes, but I was just washing the dishes. It wasn't my fault that she slept until 10 or 11 o'clock every day. Like, the dishes needed doing. You know? <laughs>
1: So, it's been interesting though because Andy is a breath worker he's amazing as a breath worker but as you can imagine there isn't a high demand for people to get in a group and breathe together yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> it's a long fucking
0: year to learn
1: that trade. I'm
2: excited about that. that was an interesting choice
0: but is that something you can do on zoom
2: though yeah you yeah yeah you can do it on zoom or stuff. Uh, time the virtual breath work is a big part of that business but uh yeah it's uh i really do miss miss the uh the one-on-one in persons and doing the groups that was so so
6: andy are you like the the bayou version of wim hof or something Uh, what kind of uh
1: I wanna
7: I wanna be in on this inside yeah, joke. I
2: for sure. so yeah, Winhoff
1: is he's the ice man and so he, yeah. he does a different type of breath work, but he's also can stand under water. You can just Google him. Yeah. Win yeah. He can stay underwater Wim. for really long periods of time because he's trained his lungs. He also sits in an ice bath every day because he believes that it's very rejuvenating. He's really he's a very fascinating man. And he's got a lot his is I guess a lot less I feel like with Win Win Hop, it's easy to be competitive because people are like, I'm gonna hold my breath or I'm gonna go in this ice bath. Whereas with Andy, it's not competitive at all, you know? Uh, Now
2: that the open dating is on hold, no one's asked me to hold my breath
0: for an extended period. (laughs) What what would the advantage be of being able to hold your breath for a long time?
2: Uh finding oyster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does it do anything for you? I mean we can try it right now. We don't have anything else to do this week.
2: Now the, uh, the, the the type of breath work that I deal with is, is Wim Hof is more about Wim Hof. sorry, Wim Hof is more about a performance enhancement style of breath work. Uh the breath work that I do is much more simple and more accessible and it's more about visiting that psychedelic state and uh Taking a little walk inside yourself for a while. Okay,
0: hang on. So, what? How do you get from breathing to some sort of psychedelic experience? Because that would be a lot easier to get a hold of than acid right now. <laughs> I've heard of this before, for, but yeah, I want to hear it, the, the pro tip. It is
1: incre- It really is. It's incredible. I mean, I'll have them demonstrate. The yeah. The,
2: the nice thing about the nice thing about air is it's free at the moment. And uh, <laughs> at this so, point. Yeah. So the kind of the kind of do. It's not very do, good for you, though. <laughs> exactly. That's why we need to come up with these techniques just to get a little bit of fucking oxygen that's left in there. But uh yeah, like it's unlike a lot of the Win Hof techniques. What I do is extremely simple. uh You do it land on your back, and the breath is all through the mouth, and it's just a, a three-part breath. It's once in in the belly, once in the chest, and then all the way out. And it sounds like this. <gasps> Ah, yeah. ah, 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 and you just keep doing that keep right. doing that and about about minute seven you'll start to feel you'll feel your fingers start to tingle you might feel your forehead start to tingle um you might start to start having visions you do this with your eyes closed with a with a blindfold on
0: um is this going anything to do with just simple oxygen deprivation
2: it's the opposite. You're flooding the brain with oxygen.
0: Uh, therefore, Herp-
4: you are- Purposeful hyperventilation?
1: Hypo. hypo.
2: Hypo. So, oh. and so when you're done, so I'll, I'll have somebody breathe for about 25 minutes. And a lot of times when they're, when they're done, they'll let out a big breath and I'd say, okay, you know, stop the breath, just breathe natural. And they'll breathe out and not breathe in for up to three minutes. Sometimes even up to five minutes, because your your blood is so flooded with oxygen, you don't even need to take a breath, and the, and the amount of relaxation that you will experience, uh, not even having to breathe for minutes on end in that moment, that the the healing power right there, will uh,
6: add years to your life.
0: Isaac, are you up for trying this? Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. All right, I'll, yeah, yeah me too, dude. Trip, me let
6: me up. tell you, the LSD right now is terrible. <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> How do you get it <laughs> delivered they're under on. these circumstances?
1: It's telling
2: me I'm on two hits right now. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, the
1: thing, so,
2: this so, is, is like
1: comparative having done psychedelics and then doing breath work because, you know, as Andy's partner, it's my job to expose any weakness he might have and tell him what he can do. Yeah. So of course I did breath work with him to see if he was if he was good and he is excellent. He really is. Um but yeah it does. It is it is similar to a psychedelic state because you will have, you know, definitely I've I've had such catharsis, such release of emotion, and also I've lost time. I've been breathing thought I was breathing for like, you know, ten minutes and then it'll be like 45, 50 minutes. It's yeah. like I'm I've completely lost track of time and space. It's really incredible. If anybody wants to try it, Andy's definitely will hook you up on, you know, FaceTime or something. Just let him know. He'll yeah. guide you through it.
2: We certainly yes, yeah. have the I time
0: to try it right now. This would be the time to give it a shot. Andy, <laughs> uh, how do we how do we find you then?
2: You can find me on Andy Overflaw on all uh, so oh, on uh, on Facebook and Instagram, and then. Hang on a second. Start, say yeah. that again. I couldn't.
0: I didn't catch any of that. Something's up with the.
6: Yeah, it's getting it's getting oh, warbly, God. warbly right there, Andy. Back it up. Back it up for the pitch session for sure.
0: Uh oh.
4: All right, all right. He's frozen. <laughs> froze and
0: Andy he took too for many him. breaths.
1: Yeah.
0: On. Ah, that's a damn shame, right there. Damn, man. <laughs> I'll oh. put it here. Okay, hopefully they'll come back. Oh, oh she typed right. it. So perfect. Perfect. If
1: somebody can read that, that's his
0: name. Oh, where is that? Is it on the chat? And thing and
1: it is. If we...
0: Oh, it's vitalspiritbreathwork.com. Yeah. Easier it's easier to spell and Vital Spirit, breathwork. Vital no. spirit no. Breathwork, yeah, if breathwork. If you
2: want to find breathwork. me on social
0: media. Yeah. Okay. And hey, yeah. S- Sarah, when is this election?
3: I'm supposed to say that like every five seconds, but July 11th, it's been moved twice. So now it's July 11th. I don't know if you heard me, it's July 11th.
0: July the 11th. Okay, so how are we gonna vote on July 11th? Are we gonna be allowed to go out of our houses to vote by then, I suppose so.
3: Um. So we supposedly are gonna be allowed to go out to vote, but there's also, they passed what they're calling, I think, emergency uh, voting. Um, absentee voting for certain people. I think the criteria are you have to be over 65. You can request a mail-in ballot. You have to request it by July 7th, um, unless you're military or something, and then you have Hang to. Hang You have
0: to request a mail-in ballot by July 7th for a July 11th vote. That can't be right. That is right. That's the post office right. is going to deliver something within four days. Uh, yeah.
3: I mean, yeah, USPS. I guess I don't know. That's that's <laughs> that the rule. July seven. Okay, so um,
0: who's allowed to vote for you? Every anybody listening to this? I mean, everybody obviously you have...
3: on the East Bank of New Orleans. So anybody but Algiers, basically.
0: So the East Bank of Orleans Parish or the East Bank of New Orleans in general?
3: I think they're one and the same, but Orleans Parish. Okay. I think Orleans is a city parish, right? New Orleans is the entire parish. It is. Yeah,
0: hmm. i'm not sure i thought the east bank included like metairie and something well it's the east bank
3: of orleans Parish, so not matter you can't vote for me if you're not
0: okay that right. reminds me but i had a great idea isaac that you op you should open a restaurant in metairie why just just <laughs> metairie metairie
6: uh- I, I I like I like Mid City. Uh, me and Mid City mesh very well.
0: That's how, that's good too. Uh, and I had another great wait, wait, idea. Do you have money?
6: If you've got money, I, I'm I'm willing to open a restaurant in Metairie.
0: I just Metairies like the name the Metairie, Metairie. Metairie. Metairie, Metairie.
6: Metairie, Metairie.
0: That was the only reason. I don't think it. You know, maybe it. Would, maybe you can make some money there. And also like this, Sarah, that they sent me about you. It says that you while you were in law school that you clerked for a judge called Frederick or Wicker. Uh
3: huh.
7: Yeah. How
0: <laughs> awesome is that?
3: She's great. The name is great, and she's awesome.
0: Uh, Frederica Wicker. Yeah.
3: Frederica
0: Wicker. Oh, it's pronounced Frederica. 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 Uh, Frederica. Oh, not as good as Frederica Wicker, which I thought was. (laughs) I was thinking how great if Frederica went to, Metairie, (laughs) Metairie. That would be a good. So, talking of which, do you have a campaign slogan?
3: Uh, Lewis for judge. That's it. Are you going to make a better one?
0: Yes, absolutely. All the people here in this room today.
3: Thank you. Yeah, let's workshop. Next.
0: Lewis will do us. Right. Okay. Vote for
4: Sarah, the
0: judge that's Farah. Yeah.
1: Small okay. claims Sarah. Small uh. claims Sarah.
0: Okay, what's that, Laurie? Well,
1: small claims Sarah, small right? Small claims Sarah. Yeah.
0: Lewis will do us. Lewis
1: will
0: do us. What were the other ones? I'm writing it down. What was Vote for Sarah,
4: the judge that's fairer. Sarah,
0: fairer. <laughs> yeah. Vote for Sarah. Better that's looking than Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, too. I'll take it. Sarah is fairer. Okay, so we've got small claims. Sarah Lewis will do us, and Sarah is fair. That was in 30 seconds, by the way.
3: Yeah. No, You guys are great. You're, all, you're hired These on. These
0: people are. Good. I mean, everyone's sitting here, super creative people with nothing to do for eight, the last eight weeks. Speak
6: so, for yourself. I've been busier than ever. Yeah, yeah well, you're <laughs>
0: busier than ever. That's true.
6: That's...
0: I'm busier. Hey, Asher is doing to nothing. The, you go to no, I'm writing busy. a book. Andy's very, very rearranging busy. the silver drawer. Monique's cooking like crazy. <laughs> Sarah, what are you doing? What are lawyers doing actually during this?
3: Uh, so we're lawyering still. Uh, you can do Zoom hearings and stuff and Zoom conferences. Uh, you can do Zoom depositions, uh, so we're still, you know, taking care of our clients remotely. Uh, I'm also part time running a campaign, so you know that's never ending right. and fun. Um, I've been doing a lot of volunteering, uh, so yeah, I'm keeping. And I I bake now, you know, so I found what are you,
0: that. Are you baking bread like everybody else?
3: Yeah, I baked So I'm also Jewish, so just to keep with the like theme i've been baking challah you know so trying to oh. really get back to my roots here
0: are you doing it like braiding it in the whole thing
3: yeah four four i can do a four braid not a six i haven't tried a six yet
0: that's impressive so you're you're a jewish italian new orleans lawyer slash judge
3: slash running for judge yes
0: running for you you got a lot of uh, hybrid hyphenate type things coming yeah on. yeah Thanks. Pretty cool. Do you do any Jewish type uh, activities?
3: Um, yeah, I'm on...
0: <laughs> like I, I live you. with guilt all the time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
3: <laughs>
7: That's bread. what
4: I do too.
3: My mom complains at me daily. I don't know. There um, you go. Um, I, I'm on the board of Jay Nola, which is like the Jewish Federation's young, uh, you know, young adult uh, society. I guess I'm trying to think of a better word for it. We do... Different service projects and philanthropy and networking and all sorts, just you know, basically the like young adult division of the Jewish Federation in New Orleans. Is your
0: mom Jewish too? She converted, yeah. Wow, that's amazing.
3: Yeah, my grandparents weren't so happy.
0: Jewish Italian from Rome living in Basin. Basin
3: Yeah, she's more interesting actually when you put it. She
0: She would be a great candidate for happy hour. You should drag her on. I know. Oh,
3: she's, yeah.
0: Talking of which we have to get the hell out of here. Not that we have anything better to do except rearrange the silver drawer. But still. So is there anything I'm gonna go we got in ahead pipe in Aunt here? Maury, and what do you I
4: think Thomas probably has to take care of his kids? I'm actually I'm smoking a, a butt
7: right now. I wanted to talk to Isaac about his tips for getting the best pulled pork, but I guess we'll have to save that for another day.
4: Uh, we could we could
6: work that real in quick, here. You, you, hard, you hard roast your pork? Hard roast your pork in a, in a high heat oven or grill it or smoke it, and then braise it in beer. And spike mm-hmm. it with a little bit of uh, a little bit of um, cider vinegar. What kind That's of the beer? quick beer. version. That's the quick version. I like that. Uh, I normally use, I, I use like a, a dark beer or stout or even an amber. Just don't use any light
4: beer. It has no flavor. No Dixie. Beer. <sighs> I like it. Something su- something sugary okay.
0: is good.
6: Something sugary
4: is good.
0: Mm-hmm. A brine brine and pineapple. Get, uh, like a
6: chocolate stout or something like that.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so Isaac, when do we find out about your James Beard Award winning?
6: Uh, you know what? I've been so hectic that I, I don't know if they're going to push back. Normally, it's a ceremony in November in Chicago. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if that's going to – they might be virtual. Wouldn't that be some shit? I win a Beard Award like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, by know November, we have to chef goes,
6: But nothing else. Yes, like, I was just about to say that.
4: Make sure you go on with the text thank you very stream. much. The Porky Pig <laughs> now.
0: by November, we're all going to be totally back to normal. Don't worry about that.
3: Holding back, grant,
0: yeah, it's optimistic. I mean, by November, yeah. Jesus, if we're still <laughs> doing it's this, if we're still doing this in November, everything will
6: be okay.
0: Yeah, that, well, there's no hope for anything. Okay, so but in the meantime, is troops military? Can we get takeout from there?
6: Oh, uh, you can you can get take out from tube smittery at, at, at pretty much any time uh okay. you can uh, we uh, we're, ju- we're using waiter and uber eats and in all of those places or you can just call up and come get it we'll bring it out to your car
0: okay it's in cracklins good to know mm-hmm. cracklins yes mm-hmm. that's a good good call and sarah how do what do we do about getting a shirt Lewis, for me, for judge
3: um if you in the little chat if you just or if you email me and send me your address i'll get your shirt And if you want a lawn sign, I like to do lawn sign Instagram. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everybody just email me. You can email us. Sarah Lewis for judge. S-A-R-A-L-E-W-I-S-F-O-R-J-U-G-E at gmail.com.
0: Hang on. Or go to
3: our website. Go to my website. That's easier. Lewisforjudge.com.
0: Lewisforjudge.com. And Lewis is L-E-W-I-S. Okay. you can't go wrong. Okay. Now.
3: My (laughs) 11th.
4: july
0: 11th. july 11th july 11th lewis for judge and next week we're all going to be wearing those shirts on the show I'm very
4: mm-hmm. i think it'd be really funny if i put a lawn sign up in my in my mom's yard i think i'm probably the only person to have driven past this house in the last
0: two months <laughs> that's sad ash i was going to get you to play something today for us but i guess we've missed that opportunity
4: ah i'm sorry i was late too Maybe next week. Do you yes, a next car? next week. I do. And I'm, well, me and my mom were, were actually working up songs so that we could sing for y'all like two weeks ago. But then she's wow. like, she's been painting the past two Wednesdays at her little rental property. So she hasn't okay, even well, been around during half an hour. Her,
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure by next week, she'll be. But was that her?
4: country singer who sang with her mom, Wynona?
0: Yeah. Nona?
7: The judge. Yes.
0: Why
4: not a judge? Yeah. Lots of country singers sing with their moms. They love that shit. Yeah,
0: I guess <laughs> I have to do these credits and everything too. Still, hang on. Carter hey, family. Hey, so Andy and Lori, thanks for coming back here, you guys. Lori, when do we when do we get to see the book?
1: Well, I guess it'll just depend on how much I can get done over the pandemic. But I will definitely keep you posted. I'd love to come back on the show sometime. You know, I I always love the show. It's my favorite podcast.
0: Yeah, well, we love having you. you. You're still our most popular guest of all time ever. <laughs> Thank you. And if you'd like to go listen to that, if you listen to the show and you'd like to go back and hear Laurie's most popular Happy Hour podcast of all time, it's called "Me and My Shallow Vagina."
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> is the name of the episode. And on that note, what have I forgotten? Anything, I Thomas? Think
3: you- you, I, think you it. It. I think
0: that's I it. it. Ending on? on a shallow vagina is a good way to go it's out. a good note to sorry. end on. You can't go wrong with ending with a shallow vagina. Thank you so much for being here, everybody. That's been the happy hour for another week. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our music producer is Monique Pyle. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. Andrew Searock. Searock is a digital producer. Our Facebook live feed director, whenever this gets on to Facebook, is Asha Griffith. Christian Unruh is our music consultant. And our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website it's itsnewalms.com, where you can also find many other happy hours that we made before this one and other shows that we also make here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Uh Louisiana Eats with Poppy Talker, and our award-winning podcast about death. It's called Death, the Podcast. You can also find other great louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la and you can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media between shows like facebook twitter and instagram and you can find those links on our website neworleans.com. you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our it's new orleans happy hour facebook page and on our instagram account as well these photos are taken today believe it or not by Jill LaFleur. And you can find more of Jill's photos at LaFleurphoto.com. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. If your podcast app has a share option, try telling a couple of your friends about happy hour. Happy hour is a production of iNo Broadcasting for itsneworlanders.com. Andrew Duhon is away this week. He's up visiting his girlfriend up north, but he will be back here wherever he is going to be and from Washington state next week. So on behalf of Andrew and all of our Happy Hour crew who are marooned in their houses here on Zoom, thanks for joining us. Please stay safe. Try not to kill anybody or yourself by wearing a mask when you're out. If we manage to stay alive for another seven days, we'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.